Hey everybody, uh, welcome to our first uh, casual bonus uh, world building episode of the year. Uh, I'm joined again uh, by Amy. How's Hello. Going? I'm good. Awesome. Um, today, I think we're going to be talking about another one of the uh, sort of major cities in our um, sort of custom D&D or, well, play it with other RPG settings if you want, other RPG systems if you want, uh, our custom RPG setting of Valana. Uh, before we jump into it, though, I do just want to point people, uh, as I did in the intro to last week's episode, uh, towards our public Discord server that we now have. Um, if you use Twitter, or even if you don't use Twitter, you can go to our Twitter page <laughs> and find the link to the server in the pinned tweet at the top of our profile. That's uh, twitter.com slash pretendwithdice. So yeah, come and hang out on Discord and chat rubbish with us. And there's a lot of meme posting going on, I think is the, <laughs> the main yes. thing of it. Yeah. But, um, yes, so, we yeah. love a meme. It's, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure some talk about the podcast will break out at some point. <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, but yeah, come and hang out. It's, um, yeah, the link is on our Twitter page. Um, okay, so for those of you who haven't listened to one of these uh, sort of world building-y sort of casual discussions before. Um, we have our own custom setting called Volana uh, that we play all of our D&D adventures in. And uh, we have a page for it up on worldanvil.com. Uh, again, I will tweet out the links to it um, if you haven't found it before. Uh, or you can find direct links in our Discord server. Hint, 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 hint. <laughs> I'll, I'll post those links as well. Um, and yeah, so this is kind of like a fun kind of world that I've been working on for a while. Uh, we've got maps, we've got cities, we've got settings, we've got weird characters, we've got all that kind of stuff. And today we are talking, I think we decided, haven't we, we're going to talk about the southern uh, sort of major city, uh, which goes by the name of Serenal. Uh, this is a city that we've kind of mentioned a couple of times in passing before on the podcast, generally in these world building episodes, but because I've been a bit sort of hesitant to kind of sort of drop it into conversation in the actual D&D games because I knew we didn't have anything worked out for it before. Um, but yeah, so today we're, we're actually going to come up with some details for it. Uh, so the the kind of vague main sort of selling, not selling point, the, the what's the the elevate elevator pitch is that the term yeah i think for, I, I don't know i don't um, you know heard that sales pitch. yeah the sales, sales pitch. pitch yeah like the kind sales of one line pitch. blurb sort of thing of the city is it's like a major sort of um it is it's the largest city on uh the largest lake in the um in the kingdom lake arla uh which is fed by waters coming down from the huge ice spine mountains, um, which is sort of in the center of the continent. And it's, uh, yeah, it's it's got a kind of sort of French Riviera sort of feel to it. I've got, I've got kind of in my head. Uh, it, it's ruler is the Duke. Uh, what did I call it? What's his name? I, I'm really with it. You can tell. <laughs> uh, let me find the royal family page on here as well uh that it's ruled by uh the king's son uh walton he is the duke of serenal and he is 56 years old that is about all the detail i have for this city <laughs> at the moment <laughs> um so yeah today yeah we're, we're gonna we're gonna figure some stuff out for it we will rectify yes yeah i feel okay i'm gonna open a word document as Arla. well 
because <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at keeping notes on these. Um, again, people, if this is your first, if this is your first world building episode, if this is your first bonus episode, we keep things a little bit more casual and loose in these <laughs> than, than with and our loose. normal ones. Yeah. We, we, we throw things on the board and see what sticks. Yeah, so I'm not going to go through and edit out all of my umming and ahhing and everything that I normally <laughs> have to go to painstaking lengths to remove from a regular episode. It's not even, uh, it's not even funny. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it's so all yeah. Good. Okay. So my my so, main yeah my main thought with this city is sort of population wise it's kind of like the bigger it's like the biggest game in the area really about probably about two hundred thousand people in the city okay. it's pretty you know so I've I've intentionally kept it kind of vague our setting wise we're not going like full kind of feudal like oh there's mm. you know a big city has a thousand people in you know there are some large settlements especially you know and that and. Yeah, it's sort of. I'm, I'm keeping things sort of generally kind of vague as to like technology levels and things as well, because I want the ships to have cannons on, as we've experienced in our pirate adventure that we had. Yeah. But also, most people you want don't some have level guns. of technology. Yeah. You yeah. want some level of technology available to like a small percentage of the population, kind mm. of thing. The navy has cannons, like, but there's no real kind of guns around, other than maybe some dwarfs mm. are tinkering around with them, maybe. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of like a World of Warcraft type thing, really. Most people yeah, don't have guns except for the dwarves. <laughs> and they keep it on the hush-hush. Yeah, it's, it's very um, experimental and temperamental technology that they don't want falling into the wrong hands. Mm, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you want people, it's the sword industrial complex is keeping, uh, keeping business down. <laughs> um. So, Swords are less likely to blow up in your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Sarenal. Like, so my my main idea, kind of that I'm sort of focusing on here, is kind of like a sort of the the picture that I've got in my head is almost like a kind of view from the water, if that makes sense. Mm. So I'm kind of um, sort of picturing that it's got quite a sort of sprawling kind of length, like it rather than being sort of like a, a blob. Mm-hmm. It's maybe kind of a bit more kind of. It- longer cut, yeah you could have it like it's cut into the cliffside and it's gone up in like levels mm. like it's that the and how, like you'd have like different like sections um not like a cave system but kind of like you could cut through behind it or something sort of like if you wanted to yeah yeah that yeah, like so you have like the sand, like it's. I can imagine like it could be like a sandbank almost. At, at um, like you go up the sandbank, um, and there's like drops into other parts of it or something. And then on the actual like sea side, it's the the um, parts of the city are like cut into the cliffside, and some are built out into the lake. As so well. sort of like constructed, kind of like a little bit of like a sort of um, what's what's that city's name in Lord of the Rings? Petra. Oh, Petra. There's oh, no, I wasn't thinking that. kind of idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, that, that's what, that works. I was kind of thinking more of like, oh, it's more like, um, oh, this isn't even the first time that we've re- referenced this in a world building episode. What's the capital city um, of Gondor? Ministerius. Yeah, yeah, that kind of like cut into the mountainside sort of Kind of, thing. but Ministerius is more of like built out. For, yeah, kind of. Cause it's yeah. built into the rock face kind of thing. But yeah, on the sea 
Petra is kind of similar as well, but it's it's basically the desert. It's mm. cut into like the cliffs because um, it's sheltered from like um, sandstorms and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, that I see that kind of working, but you could also have like p- parts of it built out as well as like um, maybe kind of into the water. Like, yeah, like maybe like sometimes during the year there's like a a, a surge of water and they're at, they act as kind of like a windbreaker kind of thing to like make sure the lake stays kind of not too um, turbulent or something like that. It's kind of like yeah, like a beachhead kind of thing. You could have bits like that or just um, yeah. I just have images of gondolas now. Yeah. Well, that's kind of that kind of fits in with my sort of view of like it's it's kind of a bit of a resort town, like not mm. fully, like it's not all like that, but it is sort of there's a bit of a kind of like okay, we're we're not on the sea, it's a big lake, but like you know we're not going to have massive storms or anything on it. It's a bit warmer. We're down yeah. south now, and you know things are sort of a little bit more chilled out. There's a lot of. Um, well, well, my thought of it was maybe that the the, the wall of and this sort of plays into like the shape of the city. So rather than it being a blob, it's kind of like a bit kind of like longer along the the um along the coastline of the lake. Is that maybe the mm-hmm. waterfront pro- property is quite sought after? <laughs> like California, yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> people yeah, have got holiday just, homes yeah. and stuff. Not holiday home, you know yeah. what I mean? Like proper. There's like you know lakeside mansions and things and that with their own private jetties and things. <laughs> um, no, I can totally see that. Yeah, I can totally see. It. And then further inland, you have more the hustle and bustle of the actual. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean stuff. The, yeah, there's. I mean, this sort of plays in with the geography as well. It's because the because the lake also drains sort of continues further north into what becomes like what we've called the lifeblood river because it basically goes the mm. length of the country. Um, you said this before we started recording is maybe it's uh, you know it's sort of a bit of a hub of trade so stuff from the mountains and stuff gets sort of put on barges here and sent up the river mm. so I'm thinking yeah maybe... you could have yeah I think I'm thinking of Aberdeen right now because it has like two rivers mm. and the city is like over the two rivers and there's like the centre of Aberdeen is like in this um, is it an estuary? I can't remember kind of thing um, and it's built in the middle, but there's also like the other. There's two bridges on either side to get over the two rivers, and right. ships come in and ships come in on the harbor and stuff. Mm. So, yeah. So maybe there's like a section that's kind of sort of like that. There's like a kind of built up section, a bit of a kind of like nicer section, and there's also a bit more of a kind of like traditional sort of like industrial dockside bit. But it's it's as far yeah. away from the the nice houses as you can get, sort of thing. Yes, uh, but you could. There's like of I I could imagine as well. There would be like, um, like you could see the ships come. You, there would be places that you could go and see the ships coming through, and some of them would be large, and some of them would be small, and some of them would be different and mm. like different, um, like at the River Thames, like almost kind of thing. There'd be bridges, oh, for sure. yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, like there's a lot of, of um, cool. a lot of them are barges, but maybe because the river does go all the way to the sea, maybe some ships can make it all the way up. I mean, I've kind of I've kept it a bit vague on the map as to how mm. a lot of these sort of river crossings are because I have re- drawn some bits where like, hey, there's a bridge here, 
but like maybe they were sort of made as like a decree or something by the king of like no no we need to keep trade flowing so all of these bridges need to be high enough <laughs> for yeah. ships to get under or at least like uh, they've dredged I mean, yeah, the river or something it really depends what they're transport if they're transporting like a lot of heavy goods as well they need ships that are wide enough and mm. um sturdy enough to to withstand that weight um like for, like stone for example i can imagine that certain like mineral stones are um you'll have you tons of different types of stone for building and they'll be like oh no i want that kind of stone well that that's in like the south we yeah like genuine um genuine granite from the ice pine mountains you know yeah <laughs> like yeah exactly. but they want it on the north coast and things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's works. So, okay so maybe the city's got like where the industrial area is is a bit more of like a blob kind of thing mm. there's like you know this warehouse district you know a bit more of a kind of hustle and bustle sort of city and mm -hmm. then um the sort of more sort of swanky area sort of just extends out along that as you know the rich people are trying to get further and further away from the you know <laughs> the, the the business yeah, area because you've got i'm just looking at the map as well um and you've got like this little lip coming out at the side you could have it that that little like um angle is where all the rich people are kind of living because they're trying to get away from like the dock like they can see yeah. the docks but they're they're like away from like the smell or the um they can turn and look the other way they don't have to necessarily stare at it all the time mm. but they can look out into the lake because it's like I mean, I don't, I don't know if you can it, see that. Yeah, I, yeah, I see what you mean. Because I mean, if you, I don't know if you can turn on the grid overlay that I've got on there, um, on the right hand side of the page. Yes, yes. Grid and um, legend. Each, uh, each square is going to be like ten miles. Mm -hmm. So I mean, if this is a major that city, then. that does make sense. That maybe it does extend all the way down to that lip, and maybe that's where like the really expensive kind of like ones, and maybe that lip is a bit of higher ground as well. Yeah, like it's like a rising cliff almost yeah yeah and then it like drops round or something and it, it makes a natural kind of um bay area as well mm. yeah so there's, there is like a bit of a sort of seafront with some sort of you know promenades yeah. and things and <laughs> sort of um there's the bit there's the bit that you want to be seen in which is maybe like the south end of town yes and then the north end is where all those <laughs> like all the common and folk are. Yeah. And if you're really lucky, you live in the west end of town. Yes, yeah. Furthest west. <laughs> I mean, it's still not that far west, but it's west enough. You know? It's west enough. Yeah. It's west of where you are. <laughs> exactly. It may be like the Duke's Palace is right on the tip of that, like, yes. west enough bit. It's so like, he's looking it, down across the whole... And it overlooks everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not, like, as big as, like, the, the you know, the, the King's Palace in the capital. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, it's still pretty big. You know, they've you been. You could also of... have it where his palace is. It's kind of like the lighthouse as well. So it's yeah, seen maybe. from everywhere. Maybe there's like kind a kind of, of cool, like eternal flame on the 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 roof yes. of the palace, so it can be like, yeah, everybody can see where we are, sort of thing. But it also <laughs> like it's just been like co-opted by people who use the <laughs> use it for trade and that they're just like yeah we can see the palace we're getting close you know yeah <laughs> just keep we've seen that yeah. we've gone past the light keep going for another couple of miles we're nearly there yeah someone it was someone's like idea to like make it into into a bigger thing than it actually was yeah. <laughs> it's like no we have to light the flame 
the flame must always be lit. No, no. Maybe, I'm sure we can do without trade for one day. Well, maybe it really wasn't like a trade thing. Maybe it was like we. Could, I mean, because basically we're in in the sort of the fake sort of era that we're in. It's not fake. It's it's not mm. real. You know, <laughs> the era that we're in. Imaginary. Yeah, yeah. Imaginary. We're at like 1308 or something. So maybe going back like a couple of hundred years, there was some king or whatever who really preferred this. Um, preferred this town to the major major capital like he was really like i like the warm weather i'm going to be down here more than i am in you know this in, is my summer palace yeah, exactly. i want to go to my summer palace <laughs> yeah, but then he spent most of his time here. there yeah and he had like an overzealous kind of like court wizard who was like the king is in he was like everyone must know where the king is in residence we will light a flame on the roof so that people know that <laughs> this is where the king need- lives and stuff and and it's just like a tradition or maybe he like was really overzealous with his magic and no one can put it out or he never actually that's that's why it's always lit because he never actually left and in <laughs> homage to him they kept the flame burning yeah exactly like <laughs> or he disappears what the what the king or the the wizard? The king. Well, the king. both maybe. They both disappeared. <laughs> there could be a whole story about that. <laughs> or maybe that maybe the the mage is like some. He's like an maybe he's like an elf or something, and he's like he's still there, and he's just like he's decided this is his duty. Like oh, that's even better. The keeper of the flame or something. You know, so he's spending his, all of his days basically like he's kind of like you know he's not standing there for hundreds of years like with an arm yeah. outstretched like doing it, but like he basically lives on the roof and you know he's the keeper Keeps of the, the king, keeper of the flame and like kings and queens have come and gone and that, but he's just like no, this is my duty. I must keep the flame burning and <laughs> and he's just been tricked or something. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't even think tricked. I think he's just like got an overinflated sense of like how important he is. So he's just or like if this flame goes here. out, it's kind of like one of that. There are things like that, aren't there? Like you know, it's like like the memorial flame on a, on a things and that, and if it goes yeah. out, it's a bad omen yeah. and stuff. Except like he's really the only one that thinks that it's. <laughs> You know, it is kind of it's like a it is kind of like a national monument sort of thing, really. Like, oh, the flame on top of the the Duke's Palace in Serenal. But yeah, like, I'd imagine it would give hope if people yeah. and be like, see that flame? That flame never goes out. Neither should should you like give up kind of thing or exactly like yeah yeah that's cute. That, yeah, that's, that's I like good. that. That's cool. I like that rather than it just being a lighthouse because I feel like if if that's where we're putting the Duke's Palace. Mm. It, no, that, that yeah. sounds really good. It's already kind of on like the end of it because they think they're more important than everyone. Well, they are kind of more important than everyone. <laughs> else. You know what I mean? You know, it's already yeah. there as like a sort of like, oh no, no. So people must. It's it's really is like a look at our look at us sort of thing. You can pretty much see it from mm. anywhere else in the city, sort of thing. You know, know that we are <laughs> we are more important than you, sort of thing. Yeah, because there's a, a there's a thing in a village near where I live, um, and they. Uh, they basically burn a barrel every okay. year to take in the new year, and then the barrel like travels through the town, and then they set it on the thing and throw gasoline at it. Right. <laughs> to make, okay. Is to there celebrate the new year? Or is it just like an no? Empty it's barrel just that... wooden wooden stakes, and okay. the stakes are pat. The the flaming stakes are brought to um, significant people's doors. Okay. Um, before they go back into the barrel, and then they take the barrel down to the sea. It's called the Clagey. I think it's called the Clagey. Um, it's it's a tradition that goes back. Oh, I think it was before when the calendar changed. Mm. Um, so it's really old. Um, 
Yeah, it's a, they only had it. They had it a few like last week, I think it was, and that's why that just popped into my mind. Like a New Year's with the light, a week after New yeah. Year kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that's when they celebrate New Year. It's oh, this tiny village right. that celebrates. Okay. And the, when the calendar changed, I think it was the Christian calendar changed. They still wanted to celebrate their New Year on that day, so they still mm. do the village. It's a, it's a tiny village. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, just with the flame. The thought of that just made me think of that story, that yeah, yeah. Uh, tradition, which sounds quite cool. Yeah, no, Because they cool. could do something similar as well. Like, it's the day he gets honoured. <laughs> or maybe it, maybe there's, like, a kind of, like, the Serenal Fire Festival or something. Not, like, Fire that Festival, cool. like the Fire Festival, you know. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> Jar Rule's involved in it. It's all a bit of a mess. But, um... <laughs> No, the, the like a, you know the the flame festival we'll call it. It's, it's, mm. it's not quite the same as fire festival, but um, so like that flame is like the important one. But like once a year, you know, people will like kind of. There's a couple of big bonfires in the city, and then there's like the sort of nobility sort of things have quite sort of like okay, they you know we have this is the this is the party to go to sort of thing. They have their their <laughs> yeah. own kind of quite sedate sort of like oh the lighting of the ceremonial fire flame festival flame and down in like the the kind of <laughs> you know you could have it that the elf brings like a steak of from his fire to like a special like oh, so party or something a little bit like the olympic like, flame kind of thing yeah kind of like and then it lights their fire or their bonfire or whatever and then they have like the big party kind of thing maybe we could um, even expand that to ha- like again we're fully ripping off the olympics here but like <laughs> maybe there is like a kind of annual event where maybe it's new year where like um the like the head acolyte of that elf so like the apprentice keeper of the flame must mm-hmm. carry a torch lit from that flame to the capital in the north yeah. to light their new year flame or something that sounds cool yeah oh that's just that's like and then that's they a could quest have if like, there ever was one you know and i they mean could it's a main road like, there but like um <laughs> Like the people like uh, mark the route kind of thing, where like like they do with the Olympic flame, like they mm. mark they they all like celebrate its passing of the torch kind of thing, and um, wish the messenger or the apprentice well. Or you could even make it into like a race. Oh, between apprentices. Yeah, like you have like yeah, the yeah, best to, apprentices to of determine the who's um to determine, determine who's, who's the who's next, the next like who who's the most prominent apprentice for the following year, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like they gain they gain access to like certain knowledge or something or um they like progress like to the next stage of apprenticeship um and it's it's it could be like a it's there's certain rules of the of the race and they have to race from uh Serenal to the village yeah, the to city Valenay in the north. At the north. Valenay, yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking yeah, so maybe it's like yeah, like a sort of um Maybe maybe the the keeper of the flame, the ma- the master guy, he only takes one apprentice a year. Maybe or no, maybe maybe it's a thing like that sort of spread to sort of surround. No, I don't know. I was going to say maybe spread to surrounding villages, and they have to have studied under him. But like, if it's an every year thing, that wouldn't really work. Mm. Um, you yeah, can make it like every fifty or a hundred years kind of thing. So it's very because elves live ridiculously long lives. Yeah. So it's something that humans don't get to see very often, but they're, they're, it's kind of like a really high honour of being like involved in like 
Well, maybe maybe, we, maybe it isn't it. like... I mean, this is, again, you know, this is the thing with these world-building things. We say a bunch of stuff and then we go, wait, no, not that. Um, maybe, maybe it isn't like an elf that's been living the whole time. Maybe it was originally like... Maybe it still was just originally like a... Um, there was like... It doesn't even need to be a magician or anything. It can just be that that was the position, that there was somebody like the Keeper of the Flame. Mm-hmm. So now this is this is just how he chooses his successor or something so every so it could be it could be open to anybody yeah yeah there's like it's like there's a term limit on it so like somebody is only keeper of the flame for a year and then the successor is chosen by the person who wins the race to light the new year's flame in the in the capital I don't know if every year, every like, if it, a position for a year, maybe five. Maybe years? five years. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Because a year doesn't sound like a a high honor kind of thing. It's like, oh, I've only been here a year. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was the keeper of the flame see, like, back a... in back in twelve eighty three. Just that year, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe like five years. Maybe ten. Maybe um, ten years is the thing. Because then you, I imagine over over ten, you sort of you you might have like a decade where it's the. The keeper of the flame is quite sort of like, quite not up himself, but you know what I mean. Sort of like, if he, he, he gets a bit of an inflated sense of self worth, yes. and then people are, are joining, people are going for the role just to take him down a peg and stuff and things. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot to yeah, be done there. I think. Yeah. So every ten years, that, <laughs> you'd have it as well that he has like a a certain like, like maybe he has a deciding vote. Mm. Or something for the for the king's council, or well, the duke's council, or maybe he has like a um, advisory kind of position, and being in his favor is like. Well, maybe they're only maybe chosen from. It's, maybe they're only members of the duke's like household staff can be, can be like in the running, sort of thing, and it is like a position of, like quite. Is a position of prominence to be like, oh no, I, I, I was the, um, you know, I was the stable boy, and then I, I became keeper of the flame for ten years, you know, and then, and the, you know, you're thought quite highly of. I don't mm. know. I think we're go- we're going a little bit round in circles here. I think, but yeah, I don't know. That that's there, something. To there's think something on there. there, though. Yeah, there's, there's something, something there. there, though. I think so. Yeah. Um. So we've got in that we got the where Duke's Palace. The higher... there's, there's a flame yeah. festival. Yes. <laughs> And the docks are further along. The do- the docks are um, like north end, and then like the south and like southwest. If you're really swanky, is the is the yeah. fancy end. And the town yeah. is maybe like I say now. We're, now I've got the grid overlay on the map. It's sort of <laughs> yeah, maybe the town is about ten miles long, kind of like spread out along mm. along the length of the. It's just a long thin. It's like a long thin snake. Yeah, because the, the the sort of the. You know the the close. You know the the waterfront property is the close. If you've got like a waterfront property, you're, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're part of the um, sort of elites. But then you know nobody wants to be that far from the waterfront. But like, hey, it's quite a long lake shore, so we could just keep building further south, sort yeah. of thing. So I, as, as a result, have, there's not a lot I of like, have, <laughs> you know. I just have this image of like houses, just like as they go along the the shore. Um, just getting gradually taller <laughs> or like wider or like the, their backyard or something yeah. is like more extensive and like beautiful and they've got like their own manicured um, little like 
uh, zen garden. Kind yeah, there's of a lot of actually like quite nice sort of like what in a smaller village would be like, wow, that's a massive manor house. But there's like a lot yeah. of keeping up with the neighbours going on of like, oh, Definitely. this is our, you know, this is our waterfront serenal property sort of thing. Mm. And maybe like Get I say, it is... <laughs> don't cross my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it is like a case of, um, I'd say nobles from around the kingdom would have like their own serenal estate sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, they're like, like family estate almost where they they all take turns for parts of the year where they stay there and then they move on to like the next one kind of thing. Yeah, so they might be the baron <laughs> somewhere else. Um, like I, I think I said when we did the pirate adventure, like Roxy was in prison for like putting the baron of Duskwick to to sleep by magic into, by accident. Into a coma. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe he's got his, like, and that's fairly far north, so maybe he's got, like, a winter sort of getaway place sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. His, his, um, his winter ski resort. Exactly. Oh, well, like, the opposite of skiing, you know, you come south because it doesn't <laughs> well, snow so much here. <laughs> yeah, it's his, his relaxing spa resort, then. Exactly, yeah. He comes down here for his treatments and... Uh, for his mental yeah. health. <laughs> <laughs> well, we sort of... Yes. Maybe, maybe we should make this episode about, like, the the kind of the general area that this is in then because i feel like i don't i don't want to sit here and like um really kind of map out like a okay so here's a here's a layout of the city because i don't i feel like that's not that's more of a visual yeah, thing that's yeah we don't we don't really need that We're yeah okay. so maybe we talk about what like the surrounding area of the city is like then so we mentioned tr- sort of spa treatments and stuff just just then um mm-hmm. already on the map i've got a little village which we mentioned in our kind of um uh, was it? it was like a sort of epilogue for when we did Curse of Penance on uh, over on Penance RPG because I oh this is this is Mudwitch <laughs> yeah there's a little Mud village Witch, yeah. like I kind of came up with it's kind of across the um, across the water there which is sort of like a bit of like a hot spring so they got like mud baths and things and because I'm s- super super unoriginal I just called it Mudwitch um, but yeah I like the idea that like, every little village around the sort of in the, in this area is like okay they they're really truly trying to sort of push their own little brand of like okay no you no this is the this is the treatment that will get you get you well this is a wellness treatment <laughs> especially if there's like a kind of flocking of kind of nobles to the area they want to be the ones to be like oh no no you you want to come to Mudwitch for the mud baths we we we're so much better than those fools down at Silvercross with their you know, their treatment sort of thing their steam bath treatment yeah steam <laughs> Hot mud is where it's at, you know. <laughs> Gets all the impurities yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you're none the wiser. <laughs> so I think it's a bit like maybe as like a bit of a cottage industry in the area of like wellness treatments. <laughs> yes, and they're all in like um, they're all in like uh, uh, trade battle, like battle with each other, like yeah, over yeah. customers. <laughs> they always bad mouthing each other. <laughs> Like, um, I mean, the other one, one I've got, like, at the far end, like, the southern end of the lake is, I called it a village meltwater. So maybe their thing is, like, they're like, no, we have the purest waters. They, they, they come straight from the mountain here. It's only, the mountains are only 12, 15 yes. miles away here. Not like those fools in Mudwitch where it's a good 30, 40 miles away. <laughs> we have the purest of waters. <laughs> I'm just, now I'm just thinking of the, is it Avion? Avion, baby? Avion, <laughs> Evian baby, I've just got that in my head now because that just that, that image. <laughs> yes, but you could have it that the Arla Shore one is like 
the real deal and that's why it's slightly bigger yeah um you could have it that that's the one that and the other ones are kind of like quacks mm. there are, are knockoff kind of ones <laughs> Be- <laughs> i don't know it just seems because arla's got you've got like three roads going into it so yeah it just i kind a bit of more i mean this is just lines that i've drawn on a photoshop yeah. thing but i mean yeah i mean that that kind of makes sense and also like arla was like the first big town this side of the border from mm. Ashala as well, which again, I've, I've, I could totally add more in and I probably will. Um, <laughs> Cause like thinking about it in like, we got like a 30 mile jump there where there's nothing. I feel like yeah. there would be a couple of like things that I'll get to it. You know, the map isn't finished. Yeah, don't <laughs> um, yeah I, li- I like that idea that maybe, maybe there's like a druid who lives in Arlashaw who's like actually doing proper wellness treatments and everybody's got the wrong end of the stick and thought like, Oh no, it's the, it's the water of the lake. You know, whereas really it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just like a super putting... good, tr- yeah, there's a super good healer. <laughs> He's just putting like, um, vi- added, vi- like assessing each patient and like just adju- adjusting the, the dosage of certain like herbs or something. And yeah, everyone's just like a, a really good pharmacist and everybody else is like, it must be the water. The water's magic. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, he's just like, like whole, no no there's you... a whole family of them yeah, yeah they, and they've all got like different specialties yeah they basically are like they they they're just really good at nutrition <laughs> they're, <laughs> na- like, they're natural natural no it's not naturalists naked people um oh no we had we ran into this problem life. before um i think in the first uh I, I might cut it out actually in the first of <laughs> the things from the flood episodes where we can we can decide whether um, uh, Dragon's character was a naturist or a naturalist, and I had to look it up. A naturalist is the one that likes plants, and a naturist yes. is someone who doesn't wear clothes. So yeah, yeah, this whole naturalist family, or it's like a yeah, you know, they they know their herbs something. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a sort of um, yeah, they 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 know what they're talking about, and they treat people well and stuff, but like news doesn't travel like it, it only rumors have traveled oh, it could be like uh, maybe a hidden like buddhist kind of vibe where they, okay. they don't, they're like monks or something there's like a there's maybe like there's a monastery the, there or something monastery or something or or um they're just like a group of very passive people who don't get involved in drama they just they're just there to heal and then they're like <laughs> okay <laughs> bye and then they just leave you alone you're like oh okay oh. Okay. Yeah, they um, don't promote themselves or anything. So yeah, really, and only maybe the they rumors don't speak or anything, yeah. or, or maybe they don't even communicate and stuff. And their main job is just to help and heal and. Oh, they've taken a vow of silence, life. kind of thing, and yeah. yeah. Oh god, that could be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I just think of Enemy and just be like, oh dear, and oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably enjoy it actually because it's so quiet. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, I, I like that idea. Maybe that there's like because uh, that um, Arla shore is quite. It's sort of near the shore, but it's not right on it. It's like a couple of miles from the actual lake. Mainly just because that's where I put the dot. Um, but it's also near some mountains, so maybe the monastery is kind of like at the foot of the mountain. Like the town has kind yeah. of grown up around it because of that. And stuff yeah and maybe the maybe the temple like overlooks the town from where it sits at the, at the base of the mountain yeah or, um so maybe the like, um the sort of the the kind of pushing of health treatments in the other villages and towns it's a bit more of a more recent sort of 
the more yeah, recent thing. Yeah, they, like travelers have came through it and they'd be like, oh, this this is a very good idea. I'm just going to watch and write down what you're doing and mm. run off with the ideas. Maybe since the Demon little... War, like these have all spread up kind of thing. Yes. Because that was like, how what did I say? It's like 60 years or something like that. Mm. So the villagers were there before that. Yeah. But like this is a this is a more recent craze sort of thing of like, you know. I mean, you could have it that some members of the of Arlashore have like moved on to these smaller villages and after the Demon War because like people were oh, injured. There was healing needed. Just, yeah. yeah, so there was healing needed and maybe they never returned uh and passed on their skills and down mm. the line their skills have gotten like um muddled or for bits of pieces have been forgotten and that's why the the treatments aren't yeah. as successful maybe they went out to these villages and did their healing and stuff and like since then all of what they were doing is being copied by the locals kind of quite yeah. ineptly like they didn't stay there like they went out did the healing went back to the monastery and are just you know carrying on as they were yeah that works and the locals well. have sort of been like oh no i saw what he was doing this is what we should say <laughs> this is what we should be doing you know, he thinking they mud. know what they're doing. Mud is what he used. Yeah, he used mud no, to hurt he heal it. It's like, no, the guy was just maybe stuck in mud or something. <laughs> <laughs> and like, this isn't to say that the mud doesn't have like a positive healing effect. You know, it's quite oh. quite soothing and stuff, but it's not magic. <laughs> Whereas what the guy was doing was magic. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, that, that perfectly works as well. That's... A quite a great good inference. For I, the I, I just quite too. like the idea of like a bunch of villagers all getting the wrong idea <laughs> and then fleecing all of like the nobles out of their money because they're just like it's, all, it's always some some fisherman's wife as well yeah. that, that does it speaking yeah. as a daughter speaking... of a fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> they they speak with authority fish. as if they know what they're talking about. Like the, yeah, these, and... yeah. <laughs> I just have images of this fisherman like practically beating some poor salt. <laughs> this this works for you. You have to attend to the muscles. Yeah, we beat you with oh. the reeds because that is good for you. <laughs> it helps the circulation. <laughs> oh yeah, I could see that being a whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of imagining running a whole a whole story out where it's just <laughs> it's like Bork Prons and NFA go on a. <laughs> New age health retreat and just like like oh, six God. episodes just get beaten up by a variety of different villages. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or one of them they're they're all suffering from a different sickness. Yeah. And they've they have picked to up like, somewhere. <laughs> they've picked up somewhere and they have to find a cure and each cure is in like a, a different, different village. <laughs> but they all have to suffer the same same it's, amount. Of it's less of a D and D campaign and more of a travel documentary. <laughs> Or a torture documentary. <laughs> I think it'd be quite Sorry, funny. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm going to see this now. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Like I said, I mean, I'm going to give it up, kind of leave it up to them <laughs> where they go after we come back to those characters. So they might turn south and go there. You know, it's they're pretty much at the halfway point. They're in Wild Meadow. They're kind of, I mean, they're a little bit closer to Lorana than Serenal, but like they could go back to the main road and go, oh, we're going to go south, you know, <laughs> <laughs> in which case they've got a lot of villagers waiting for them. <laughs> we shall see. I've just, Stay tuned. I've, <laughs> I'm just looking at the, the mountains to the northeast mm. and you've got Stalheim. Is that? That's going to be Dwarven, a, yeah. The Dwarven city. So, is it kind of going to be? Have you an idea of its 
uh, well, minerals um, or? I think I put uh, like a lot of the dwarven names are sort of like a mixture of like English stuff and like sort of slightly Nordic stuff and Germanic mm-hmm. stuff. Um, my idea with that was I think it's maybe like an iron mine, so not like a huge city, but like a. I mean, it's a, it's not tiny. It's maybe about the same size mm. as that one we talked about before, uh, Shalefast. Okay. Um, so you know, there's a couple of there's a few thousand people living there, a few thousand dwarves mm. and stuff. But it is it's not a huge city, sort of thing. But it is, yeah. You know, it it's is kind of, of like focused an, an around the mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, more of an iron mine outpost. Hmm. So I'm just not just seeing like the path to the city. To, yeah. Well, I, I kind of did put a dotted line there because it is more of like a sort of bit of a sort of trail. It's not like a, mm. you know, it, it's it's easy enough to travel, but it's not like a main road sort of thing. Those yeah. my three types I mean, of could... paths on the map is the thick yellow line, the thin <laughs> yellow line and yeah. the dotted yellow line sort of thing. Uh, it just looks like the, I would imagine that it would probably be Serenal's prime source of iron. Mm, yeah, definitely. And it's also got that river, a small river running through it, so you could also have it transported by um, boat as well. Mm. Um, Although I have, to, I have made that quite thin on purpose, sort of thing, to be a bit more. Oh, of is like it more a like a of, creek? No, I mean it's a river, but I don't think you could get like a big barge up there or anything. Okay. Um, this is the problem with it being like <laughs> to scale, sort of thing, you know, because if it shows up on the map, it is probably you would think it'd be quite big, but I'm just sort of. In in my mind, um, it's not a huge river sort of thing. It's mm. yeah. No, that's worse. And I, I've been meaning to add a lot more kind of lakes and rivers and things to the map, really, because there is quite a lot on there. But um, you know, you sometimes you're going like forty, fifty miles without a river. You don't tend to get that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's something I need to do. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's cool. I was just wondering if what that could mean for Serenal. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe they do kind of they kind of um, leave a lot of their kind of more sort of dirty industrial production to the dwarves there, so they get their iron. Maybe they're you know it's being you know turned you know refined into steel there as well, and then they just rely on it being carted in. Yeah, I mean, because it's yeah, I I probably assume that as well because if if we're wanting to keep it like that. Um, French Riviera feel that you're going mm. for. You definitely don't want like heavy industry. No, there's not going to be a lot of at like, the other end. Yeah. yeah, no, that works. Um, so you could have, you probably have like the dwarves hiring as well. Um, other races because you're wanting it mixed. Yeah, so maybe it's a bit it of it's a little bit of a boom town just because of its um sort of um proximity to you know the larger yeah. city sort of thing. Yeah, it's like a, almost like a commuter. Yeah, I mean, we, I haven't of... really gone through like the full um, sort of uh, you know over the whole map and gone right. Here's all of the dwarven places, but mm. I'm thinking just you know just because of how close it is that it would be a bit of a sort of like okay, yeah, we need people to run the carts. We need people to you know the dwarves do a lot of the mining themselves because maybe they're quite sort of like okay, we don't these humans we can't you know <laughs> we're not going to yeah, build our tunnels with humans in mind. Like, do the... But you guys need, can do the paperwork. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We we definitely need all the um, you know, if people are willing to <laughs> to be the work um, for a salary or the something, transport or... side of things rather than the mining side of things, they they may be employing people, you know, from the area to do that rather than like. So then they've got more miners and stuff and things. So mm-hmm. the dwarves are making money out of this. Yeah, I like that as yeah. an idea. 
Yeah, which is again totally like a little bit of a coincidence of just I happened to put some hills there and a and a dot mm. on them. <laughs> it just it, it kind of opens up the possibility for like uh, a story where um, say the iron isn't coming in and Serenal's uh, got like a shortage and they, they could be sent out to check out the mine and mm. you could have a whole little mini or you could send someone set have a side story where they oh yeah yeah there's, there's a lot of sort of um yeah there's potential there for, for stuff to happen um, yeah, it's just like a little side like oh we're not getting any iron yeah, how am I going to make the, the, the new crockery for the king's... Well, not crockery, you know, the king... The duke demanded new spoons. Silverware. How can I make new... Silverware! Yeah. Um, yeah, there is a little village on the other side of those mountains, which I didn't think about. I just called it Silver Sage, and then looking at it now, all I got my brain is just going, it says sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Written down, it looks... <laughs> That's neat. I might have to change that. Silver sausage. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, getting away from Silver Sage, uh, there's a couple of extra little dots where I haven't really named any villages and stuff, but I'm thinking mm-hmm. really that, um, Serenal is kind of like the big name in the area sort of thing in terms of, like, population centers, so you're not going to have too many tiny villages that near to it. There's no. maybe, yeah. I think that there's a kind of big open area sort of to the, um, east of it that I may fill in with a few more smaller paths and smaller little villages to make that a bit more of a farming area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just about to say something like that, yeah. Because there needs to be a food source. But, um, yeah, because, I mean, that's 60 square miles. That's not right, is it? 20 by 60. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's like 1,200 square miles of farming land there. So, oh. yeah, that's... There's a lot to lot to be added there again because I haven't really got it on the map. We can maybe leave that for now. But um, mm, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? Yeah, so because it's so close to the the kind of ice spine mountains, I think we mentioned maybe that it would be. It is a bit of a sort of industrial, not industrial, but a bit of a trade hub as well. It's a bit like the north mm. end of town where there's like all the barges and things. Um, yeah. And again, I haven't really added any kind of settlements actually in the mountains but i'm thinking there's probably going to be some dwarf ones there as well um just being are ex- you thinking expert miners more and towards stuff. like password and spirefoot yeah or... uh, sort of but actually up in the mountains there oh but actually oh, okay um or at least sort of in some valleys and things I, I need to sort of sit down and kind of think of those but just just in general as a concept i'm thinking that the lake and the 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 river that leads out of it um, are, are pretty much... I mean, I've called the lake the Lifeblood River because it, it really is like a sort of major trade route. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and they're, so they're bringing resources and things down from the mountains. It's all kind of coming together at Serenal and then being sent north on, you know, up the river. Yeah, it's like being sorted and orders... Yeah, there's some made big, you know, big businessmen who've maybe, because of that, been able to get their own little manners <laughs> in the south end of town. You know, they've made a lot of cash, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, again... Yeah, I, I like the idea of, like, at the mouth of the river. Um, would you have, like, a dwarven settlement near there so that they could, like... On the, on the south end of it? Yeah. Um, what kind of where it comes down from the mountain, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. 
because I could imagine that because it's such a um, an important tributary to the the lake, or you could maybe have like a waterfall or something, or something coming out of the. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be cool. Like a sort of. I don't know. Maybe I'm, there's I'm, like a big, massive dwarven lock there. Yeah. So like the river comes out of the mountain, but like the dwarves have already put it on barges before it comes out of the mountain. <laughs> so like this or, is... or thinking of like the dwarves is like ability to like well their whole idea of like technology they sh- they don't really share technology. You could have it like it's like a dam almost, and it's almost like their hmm. their um their towns like um. So maybe there's another like, smaller lake up in the mountains, like underground. Like, yeah, and they've they've kind of downed it off, and like then the you know the the barges full of their materials then come out of it in this lock and come down the the mountain sort of thing. Yeah, you could have something like that. That uh, yeah, um, that sounds kind of cool. I, I've kind of got a, a sort of image in my head of that actually, but I think I would need to actually sit down and draw it out <laughs> just to just to get it so I know what I'm talking about there. Because I can imagine that dwarves in their own cities are kind of are very very secretive and very. Um, they don't really like outsiders too much. I'm no, I mean, kind of thing, and they're not like openly hostile, but they they pretty much keep themselves themselves, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I just keep thinking of the dwarves and Orzammar. Yeah. Like, go away, outsider. Yeah, the doors are shut. What are you doing here? But yeah, this, get out. But but uh, the king needs to speak to. I told he's not my king. <laughs> yeah, go I mean, it's a, it's a bit of a sort of trope in fantasy stuff for dwarves to be like that, yeah. but it's kind of a cool trope. I don't know, because they're sort of like that in Warhammer as well. And I think it's just because yeah. they're stubborn. They're they just they're just stubborn, stout folk, and they don't like being bossed around by tall people. Yeah, and it's a little bit less of, of that in World of Warcraft, but like again, they've got their own thing going on. <laughs> sort of thing. Got their own shit to deal with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I like that idea of just like a sort of. In many ways, they're like their technology is more advanced than other people but they don't feel any inclination to share it they're like no no we're happy to be part of your kingdom we're allies and yeah oh you want to know about our boats and things no i can't do that you know no. <laughs> family secret that is y- you want to know how dead. we built the lock oh, i can't tell you that you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> that sort of thing yeah <laughs> oh, i will trade was- with you we won't tell you how we did it though you know <laughs> yeah well I'll, I'll trade you this for that but uh, I won't tell you how it's made or how it works or Oh yeah, why, would, why would you want to know that? Well, well <laughs> if I tell you that, that, I'll be out of the clan, you know, sort of thing. I'd be out of a job. Yeah. You'd know how to make them. Above my pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and like, there's it's like a, a dense dwarven bureaucracy that's yes. almost designed so that nobody can like oh you want to know that you have to get a permit from such and such but like there's so many hoops to jump through to get that and it's like yeah yes people it's, it's give up long before they hitchhikers yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you need a pink form oh god oh god i gotta get a pink gem from <laughs> It's exactly that bit from Curse of Penance, where we have the wrong types of gems to get the information that we want. Yep. Oh, uh, sideways. Sideways. Um, The the last episode uh, that that I was in for Plummet, have you listened to it? I haven't listened to it yet, but um, 
I heard about it and I heard about <laughs> um some intent to murder one of the other uh, yeah. characters from yes. potentially you and somebody else. <laughs> yes. But there was also a bit where Karis was enamored by a pink gem and I was like, Look, there's an elf. There's a busty elf on a swing. <laughs> History's repeating itself. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't help it. When he yeah. said pink gem, I went, Osmond! <laughs> and Karis was a tiefling, so I was like, yeah, This is perfect. A little bit. <laughs> Again, this I is a like, bit yeah. off topic for pretending we're dice listeners, but no, it's fine. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I will say, and I'm, I'm not putting him on blast here. But I'm not unsure, entirely sure I'm happy with um, uh, Squid's decision to say that tieflings have cloacas, because that's totally not how I was picturing Osmond when I was playing him. <laughs> I was like, maybe there's it's, a different variety of tieflings, but that's that's not Osmond's it's, deal. <laughs> it's more the image of a tiefling having a stone golem for a leg. Yeah, that's that yeah, I've been trying to picture that and, as well. And how he can run. <laughs> How? With great difficulty. <laughs> and then in last episode, he said that he all he had to do was just he should he's probably faster just picking up his other leg and letting the golem run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, listeners should anyway. go over to uh, Penance RPG to find out what on earth we're talking about. Um, yeah. But yes, <laughs> madness. I feel like uh, Osman's still planning on we're going to return at some point. We just need to sort that out. That may be one of the things we do this year. I know we were meant to do it last year. We're, 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 I thought stay we tuned. were just waiting on... I think we I were. Think. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, is there anything else you feel like we should... Um, I feel like we should bring up in regard... We, we've we've kept it fairly vague, but I think that's kind of the, um, the flavour of these world-burning episodes, really, is to kind of flesh out some stuff, come up with a couple of cool little bits, and then... Yeah, it's also then... it's also to leave it open for the pl- once you get to get mm. your players around this area up to them how they they kind they can kind they can kind of help you sh- help you shape it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want to set least... everything in stone yeah, before exactly. they even get there, sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's too rigid that way, and then yeah, it's I mean, not it, it's one thing employing. if you're if you're playing in like a sort of like an established sort of let's say like Pre- when we're doing Star Pre-made Wars or kind of one. yeah yeah exactly yeah you know that's one thing if you're like hey we're in this place that has been seen in the you know it's already established but like this is our own setting and you know I, I want to be able to get if they go to that town and then go hey so I need to know if there's this thing here and I need the flexibility to be like oh, I think you can find one you know without <laughs> without being like oh no yeah. we did that world burning episode and there definitely isn't one you know of whatever yeah. it is they're looking for so i mean you only need a vague idea of what the vague the essentials of a small town yeah we're more it going for the flavor be... than anything else yeah and if your players come back to it you can always expand if you if they go back mm. like t- t- over time things could change from their previous visit exactly yeah yeah um but yeah, it's a lot easier um, being vague, but at least having some details down than giving them, than having nothing. So. Mm, exactly. Okay, well, um, I think that pretty much covers what we need to cover with Serenal. Um What we have done before on these uh, world-building ones is, of, I've said, I've said uh, pitch me something completely out of nowhere um, for the setting, but if you haven't 
got on anything prepped, don't worry about it. It's totally up to you. I don't have anything prepped. Okay, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I, I I only just remember that. It's been a while since we've done one of these. <laughs> next time. Was it we like, shall do something next July, time. August or something, we, we last recorded one of these. Yeah, it's fine. We'll uh, get one The last one time. we did was, was the Demon War. It that was. was the what last was the one date we did. on that one? When did that go up? I haven't. I restarted oh. my PC before we did this. I haven't got the date to hand. It was a while back. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, I think that we'll, we'll call this to a, a close then. At that, um, oh yeah, thanks again for for joining me again for one of these. It's always fun. You're very welcome. We're I enjoyed it. It's good fun. I think um, I, w- I want to try and keep the keep the things rolling with the bonus episodes a bit more this year. So I'm sure we'll do some more of these very soon. Yay. So yeah, okay. Um, have you got anything you want to plug before we, we finish this up? Um, I need to listen to the new penance uh, RPG episode, yes. which is going to release this Sunday. Uh, well, no, actually. No, this it'll, will be, yeah, this, it'll be, it will have already gone live by the time this goes up. It'll, so, okay. yeah. it'll already be live. Um, so maybe just say, yeah, we'll, yeah, <laughs> go, go and check we'll out. We'll both be yeah. surprised because I, ha- I wasn't in that episode. <laughs> yeah, things got weird. But yeah, we are, if you, we are both on Penance RPG's Ongoing Plummet series. So uh, check them out. At, it's just at Penance RPG, right? I think so. I yeah. think so. Could be. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, we'll be back next week with another uh, Things from the Flood episode. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll be back, hopefully, I think, in two weeks' time with yet another bonus episode. Maybe maybe another world-burning one like this. Um, we play these a bit fast and loose, really. <laughs> uh, as I said at the start, uh, be sure to check out our Discord channel. Come and hang out, chat, all that. Share some dumb memes and things, because that's that's our deal, apparently. <laughs> and memes. memes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, in the meantime, uh, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at Pretend With Dice. Uh, or you can email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. Although in the, the nearly three years we've been doing the podcast, no one's ever sent us an email. So maybe it's time Not somebody yet. did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not putting anybody on anyone on blast here, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, we'll see you all later. Bye. Bye.